And with that in mind, we go to the phone lines and we bring on our special guest today. The starting quarterback of the Orange, Eric Dungy, is with us now. And Eric, thanks so much for giving us a few minutes of your time. How does it feel to be still playing football in the month of December? It feels great. I mean, it's just you know great to be up here um, with my guys and um, preparing for one more game. And we're really excited for the challenge that we have against West Virginia. You know, we were up there yesterday. We saw the practices. We saw how, how things kind of broke out. And you mentioned uh, being there with your guys, and you said it's kind of strange because you're the only ones up here. Uh, what has that led to? You know, do, does it lead to more team bonding? Does it lead to anything when really right now it's just the athletes on campus? Yeah, I mean, it's really just, you know, for the most part, the football team, I mean, from what I've been around. And um, we're with each other at practice, with each other off the field. Um, and, you know, it's just an everyday thing. So, it's, uh, it's great for team bonding, and, you know, like I said, no one's really up here, but, I mean, we don't mind. You know, Eric, you look at your four years on the SU Hill, you know, 4-8, four 4-8, and 4-8, eight, four and, eight, four and, eight, and then this year all of a sudden 9-3, and three, a chance to finish with, with 10 wins, as we were saying before you came on, just the, this would be the seventh time in program history that Syracuse got to double-digit wins. What's been the difference this year, and, and did you believe coming into the year that, that this was possible? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, I think the difference is that, you know, guys are healthy and, um, you know, guys are playing all uh, 12 games, which is a big thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I really believe that every week that we could go in and we get get could, <clears throat> could get a win. Um, and you look at, you know, the games that we lost. I mean, um, Clemson, we lost by three. I mean, Pitt, we lost in overtime. And, you know, we played a very sloppy game. Um, and then the Notre Dame game, which, unfortunately, I wasn't able to play in. But, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a great season. And, you know, we're, we're very blessed. We're very lucky to be playing, you know, one more game. Um, against you know a very uh, tough opponent. You know what did it mean for you? And and you mentioned that Notre Dame game. You couldn't really play too much in that. But for the most part, you got through this season pretty healthy after not being able to do so the first three years. What did that mean for you to get through a season and and be able to finish it? You know, still on the field and and still out there. You know, it was a big thing. I mean, um, like I said, I had that injury stigma around me. Um, and I've been playing three, four sports my whole life ever since I was in second grade. Um, you know, never missed a season. You know, it was uh, unfortunate my first two years here because, you know, of course I wanted to play, but um, it, it wasn't up to me. And then last year, you know, of course the, the broken foot where I, I did play through a game, and then after that it just kind of got to the point where I was putting myself at harm. And, you know, I was just really happy that um, I could be out there every day and every game for these guys. And, um, you know, I just try to give it my all every every play. And, um, you know, Floyd Little told me before the season, you, you got to play every play like it's your last last down of football you're ever going to play. Um, and, you know, that kind of just stuck with me because, you know, you never know when, what could happen. Eric Dungy, our guest here on the show, and with that in mind, Eric, um, you've got one last college game, 10 days from now, down in Orlando. Is it starting to sink in, and do you find yourself maybe looking around and, and trying to take it all in, whether it's you know at practice or just moments in the locker room or, or you know so on and so forth? Is it starting to sink in that you know the end is near for, for you and, the, and your fellow seniors? I mean, definitely. I mean, Coach, Coach E today at our list was talking about guys coming back for uh, January 14th, getting ready for the list, and it's just crazy that, you know, we're not going to be, you know, the seniors aren't going to be involved in that. Um, it's kind of just, like, like you said, it's starting to sink in a little more. I mean, after Boston College, you know, we really didn't know, you know, this is, all right, we got one more game left, but um, it's, it's starting to sink in now, and I'm just trying to, like you said, take it in. Um, it's been a great four years here, and I've been, I've been very lucky, and I've been very blessed with you know, great education um, in a great athletic department that's been very helpful helpful to me. You said it's strange hearing Coach E say, hey, some guys are going to be coming back in, in a month. 
Uh, how about like at practice yesterday when when Dino says, "All right, seniors, you guys can go. You're you're done here," uh, and, and you leave, but practice isn't over. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's that like for you? I mean, uh, that's just Coach um, Babers. I mean, he's he's uh, taking care of the seniors. He said, "I mean, for the guys that are going to stick around and play in the bowl game, he's going to take care of us." He said, "You know, there's not much else that we can really learn. You know, guys have put in four or five years, and um, you know, a couple, you know, thirty more minutes of practice isn't going to do much. So they're, he's really letting the uh, the underbelly of the football team get more reps, which is going to be a huge thing for them, and um, really letting the coaches get hands on with them. And I think it's a genius genius plan that he's got. And you know, the seniors, you know, it's not there's a handful of us, so we had an early get treatment and get a little workout in, and um, you know." Just wait for the younger guys. Guys had final exams last week. You've had a few practices uh, back from finals, getting ready for this West Virginia game. Uh, what can you tell us about the Mountaineers? What, what are some things that, that you're looking for, especially you know as the Syracuse offense goes up against this West Virginia defense? What, what are some things that you've learned about the Mountaineers the last couple of days? I mean, I, I just look at their uh, their defense, and you know they usually only rush three guys, um, and when they do, they get they get good push. I mean, they're big up front. And, you know, one of the linebackers, number 11, I mean, it's one of the best linebackers we were going to go against. I mean, the dude is involved in every single play, just flying over all over the field. Um, and then they got some, you know, speed, and they got some great ball. Um, um, they got great ball hawks in the secondary. So um, it's going to be a tough, tough challenge, like I've been saying, but um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Eric, I think a lot of the initial reaction to Syracuse-West Virginia was the matchup between you and, and Will Greer, and, and obviously Will isn't going to play in the bowl game. Uh, d- does that change anything with how you approach this game and, and knowing uh, you know, that, that there's a different offense on the other side of the field maybe than that they showed the, the rest of the season? No, not at all. That's a question for the defense. I mean, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Will Greer doesn't play defense, so... I'm going to go out there, and you know our job is to score every time. That's uh, that's what we're going to try to do. Um, obviously, I was really looking forward to going head to head against them, but um, that was his decision. So, next guy in line. But I mean, the the guy behind him is, I mean, he's got just as good as good as an arm. I mean, kid's a baller. So, um, that, but that's more of a question for the defense. I'm not sure how much you've had a chance to think about this, Eric, but you know you are going to leave behind a, a legacy and 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 quite a great legacy at that. And and you just look at the record books, and you know you you've got. What more than that? More than a dozen school records to your name uh, right now. I guess my question to you is: you know, when you when you stop and reflect and you look back on your four years, how do you want Syracuse fans to remember Eric Dungy? And uh, I mean, I've been asked that question a handful of times. Um, I, I really don't know how to answer. Um, you know, people can form their own opinion, but you know, really, all I ever did was just go out there and give it my all every play, and I really just try to bring winning back to this program. Um, it's such a rich tradition here, um, and that's really all I try to do. I came in freshman year and just put my nose down and went to work. Um, and ever since then, I've been doing the same thing, and hopefully success is going to follow in years to come. You know, uh, Eric, asking about that success to follow and, and the years to come here, Dino obviously signing the contract extension, a, a guy that you stayed here and, and you played for the last three years. Uh, what do you think it meant to you and, and to this team that Dino signed that extension that, and, and he's going to presumably be here for the long term? I think it's a huge thing. Um, he, he's very deserving of it, and I'm, I'm very proud of him. Um, and I think it's going to be huge for the future. You know, now, now that we got some, um, you know, familiarity in the coaching staff, and you know, we're not getting a new coaching staff in here. I think that was a big thing. I mean, Rome wasn't built in one day, and Coach Davis has done a great job. And people, you know, have the faith, belief without evidence um, from what Coach was saying from day one. And you saw glimpses of it in, you know, year one and year two, and you know, finally we're putting it together. So I think it's a huge thing for him. And, you know, like I said, success will um, surely come.
And then last one for you, Eric, before we get you out of here. Uh, you've got one game left, and then you're going to kind of pass the torch to the next generation, and the next generation at your position is, is Tommy DeVito. I know you guys have gotten tight over the course of the last couple of years. Um, what's, I guess, the, the best advice that you can give Tommy as he's about to embark on you know, potentially being a, a three-year starter at the quarterback position in this program? Oh, definitely. I mean, Tommy and I have gotten very close, especially over the past year. I mean, um, you know, people try to, you know, put us apart, but I mean, it only made us tighter. So I think it's been a great thing for us. And I'm, I'm so excited for him. I cannot wait to see what he can do in this offense. He's got all the talent in the world. And um, the thing about him is he's just going to get that experience. And once he gets that, it's going to get better and better. Um, I'm, and like I said, I'm just, I just can't wait to see him take this over and, you know, really just take it to new limits and new heights. And um, I'm definitely going to follow him and I'm going to keep in touch with him, but you know, just a word of advice, you know, you just got to come in every day and, you know, work as the backup. And that's what he's been doing. And, um, you know, he made me better and I made him better. And it's just going to be, you know, success will come. And uh, all I can say is how proud I am of him and, you know, how uh, tight our relationship has gotten. Well, you, you've certainly led by example every day you've been here over the course of the last four years. Uh, congratulations on a great career. Good luck in your final game uh, next Friday night. And thanks so much for the time, Eric. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, there he is, Eric Dungy, the starting quarterback for the Orange. And you know what? He he really, you know, he says that all he did was just put his head down. I said, how do you want to be remembered? He says, I don't know how to answer that question. And then he, he answered it perfectly. Like, that's how I'm going to remember Eric Dungy, that he was a warrior, he was a competitor, he played through injuries, and he just put his nose down and he just he worked from the moment he got here to the moment he left he just gave his all to this program and and look what the results have been yeah i, I think that's how you have to remember him i, I mean th- think about how his career started I, what eight plays in terrell hunt tears his achilles and and hey kid like there you go 10 months ago you were playing high school football in oregon good luck like you're you're playing college football now you're in the dome you're the, you're, you're the quarterback um I mean, it's it's amazing to think that's how it started, and and he starts out as you know a, a kid, right? And and he battles through the injuries. He he always wanted to be out there, as he said. Uh, the first two years, he was not out there. At the end, it wasn't necessarily his choice. I mean, he always wanted to be out there. He played on a broken foot and put up four hundred yards. It, it's unbelievable what he did here, and and the records that he holds. He's got more rushing touchdowns than Floyd Little and Ernie Davis and Jim Brown. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you you look at the record books at the quarterback position, and the chances are Eric Dunchy owns the record, or he's he's knocking on the door, and he's he's knocking on the door of Ryan Nassib's record for most passing yards in a Syracuse career, and probably will get it um, next Friday down in Orlando. So, Eric, thank you so much for joining us. We do need to take another time out. Full lines are open the rest of the way. Three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.